Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right on Radio, everyone. This is the 500th episode. I was actually going to take the day off today and really think about this and pre-plan this episode, but uh, when something's put on my heart, I got to do it. This episode, I'm going to tell you some of the elite's plan and how they plan to achieve victory over you and make everybody their slave. I'm also going to show you what should bring down all of the governments internationally. I've got a few things to put into this show, and if you follow right on radio, you never know what is going to be on here, and the clips I'm going to play for you today should have nothing to do with each other but they have everything to do with everything. You see, we have been engaged in a psychological operation for many, many years. And I want to tell you this about the elites that control the world. You might think it's the Illuminati, uh, the, you know, the powers that be, the royal families, the presidents, the whatever. Yeah, they're all in on it. But let me tell you something that you probably don't know about them. They are not racist. <laughs> they are not racist. You see, they only care about money and power. And how do they get money and power? They enslave you and they turn each of us against each other. And yes, it is all a battle for the mind. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about black and white. I am not excluding my brown brothers and sisters or Asian brothers and sisters or anything, but, you know, there's nothing more polar opposite than black and white, right? But you know what? We're told that black and white are polar opposite. And in fact, in the education system, they'll even say that neither of them are colors. But I'm going to tell you something. They are colors. And color does not matter. But the fact is they are colors because if you went to paint your car, they would say, what color? I want it black, I want it white, I want it green, I want it brown, I want it... They're colors. And they have marginalized us all against each other. And i got to tell you, anyone who knows me personally and has no, known me for a long time knows that I'm actually very passionate about the black 
community. They have been picked on probably more than anyone, uh, at least in the West. Okay, in the West. I know in uh, India, there's the caste system, which is really a class system. And that is probably more what the elites are because it's money and power. But in the West, black people have been picked on tremendously. Why, you might ask? Well, I can't say I know all the reasons why. But possibly because black people in general are very strong. They make up some of the strongest and best athletics in the world. Possibly or probably there's a bloodline thing. But they have picked on blacks in particular in the West for a long time. And yes, they're picking on the whites. They pick on everybody. But it is all about divide and conquer. There's something called the Hegelian dialect. And I'm just going to bring this up to a larger screen so you can read it. So I can read it. <laughs> Definition. A framework for guiding thoughts and actions into conflicts that lead to synthetic solutions which can only be introduced once those being manipulated take a side that will advance the predetermined agenda. Controlled opposition, problem, reaction, solution. I hope you are going to share this video with some people in urban areas, folks. I really hope this reaches some people. Remember, controlled opposition, problem, reaction, solution. You want to talk about controlled opposition? Look at Al Sharpton. The guy is the biggest race baiter going. He's not working for the black people. He's against the black people. He will sell his soul for his own money and power. And who gives a crap about man? That is a guy like Al Sharpton. And he's not the only one I'm going to pick on today. And I'm going to go through just a few things that I'm going to show you some videos and I'm going to tell you how the psychological operation works. I'm going to tell you their plan. And I'm going to tell you how we can disrupt their plan because there are two things that they fear and you're going to know them by the end of this. But first, you must know if it is a battle for the mind, it is a spiritual battle. If you could touch a thought, it would be physical. You cannot. Your thoughts are spiritual. This whole thing is spiritual. It is good versus evil. And because they need to control your thoughts, they have to work in the spiritual. That's why they work through psychological operations to get your mind to will yourself, will being a key word, to will yourself into doing the physical actions that they desire.
you can clip that part alone and people will get it. You know, years ago, I created something. I just, well, I registered the URL and I actually started developing a plan and it, it's called No Ghettos. And my plan was to go into these urban areas and educate them on how money actually works, on how society actually works and how they've been lied to. And when you look at the urban areas and let's face it, the ghettos and stuff like that, they're mainly black people. And yes, by the way, I'm not saying African-American. I might get in trouble for this, but I'm not saying African-American. I'm going to tell you why. Because in the context of America, they introduced, just like they called us conspiracy theorists, it was to degrade us. It was to make us not worth something, not worth as much, you know, just kind of out there tinfoil hat wearing guys. Well, African-American, and there's nothing wrong with the African heritage. I have African in my family. Yes, I have black in my family as well. Did you know that? And by the way, black in my wife's family too. No, I'm not black. I never have been. But I'm telling you, the word African-American is to make you less of a citizen than an American. Now, we should not boast as being citizens anyways, other than citizens of the kingdom of God and Jesus being the way. But I digress. Let me tell you a couple things about how they've collected and put most of the black, well, most of the urban areas are black and they're poor. It's done for many, many reasons. First of all, it's done to put in a group of people who have something in common and black people have it in common with other black people that they're black. They also put them in there and they put in a lousy education system. They put in poverty. They put in all these vices against the black people in those areas for many reasons. First of all, so you can be used through manipulation, through the Hegelian dialect, to do the bidding of the elites. Remember the uh, race riots of the 60s? What about BLM in the last couple of years? And of course, that was all fake. They're using real people. Real people are being manipulated, and they're doing it by using actors. But why do they do this? Well, again, they create a groupthink. They create an army. Groupthink is the most powerful tool in psychological warfare that I know of. But even worse than that, it's because they want to take your property. They want you to own nothing. They want you to be hopeless. You see, if you grow up in those inner urban areas, there is not a lot of hope. 
but yet all the heroes like your Jay-Z and all these guys, you know, flaunting the money, the propaganda, the hip hop videos that they show, but they make it unattainable. So there's hopelessness. And I'm going to tie this in. Remember these words. It's hopelessness that they're putting forward to you. And eventually it becomes chaos. And when it becomes chaos, the land value goes down. And eventually it gets bought up for pennies on the dollar. But it's super valuable real estate because location, 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 those urban areas, the ghettos are right next to prime real estate. And that's by design because it takes a lot of money to put in sewers and pipes and electricity and all the infrastructure you need for a city. You just got to level the buildings and build on top of the infrastructure that's already there. <coughs> They're against you. Here's what the elites know that most people don't know. And I'm showing a chessboard because they are strategic. They've been playing this game for centuries. They have a long-term plan where we think of, what can I do in my life? They're thinking generationally. Just like people used to over a thousand years ago. They're thinking generationally, and it's on a chessboard. And I want to point out something to you. Notice how the chessboard is black and white. Notice how the floors and everything in these Masonic halls and other places of power are black and white. Notice how the elites, like this is from Prince Charles, or becoming King Charles at Westminster Abbey on that Masonic black and white floor. There's a whole bunch of stuff between the black and white. But here's what they know that we as people have not come to full realization of. You see, all those black and white squares, they come together on their floor. So it's on their floor, which is under their feet. It's under their power. And if they have black and white representative of all races coming together under their power, they win. You see, they play by spiritual rules as above, so below. And I just pulled up these pictures because they're black and white, but if you'll note you'll notice the symbolism and you'll notice the it's the above and below. It's the that star of David, which is another lie. It's a pentagram, folks. They don't care about black and white. Look at Rockefeller. He doesn't care about black and white. Neither does Rothschild. He doesn't care about black and white. They care about money and power and doing what their lords 
say to them, and they worship a very different God than I do. See, they don't care about black and white. They already got the old white power in the world. And in other continents, it's black power. But in the West, you got people like Jay-Z and Beyonce. They've been brought up. You think Rockefeller, Rothschild, Soros care if they're black or white? No, they care that they're doing their bidding. LeBron James. He's another Luciferian who hates you. He hates you. He only cares about his money and his power. Don't let any public facade fool you. You see, even the refs wear black and white because they rig the game. They're the ones in charge of the game. They're the ones who enforce the rules. And let me tell you what they plan on doing. They have divided us for centuries and centuries and centuries. And they're going to make it so bad. And then they want to bring us all together, just like their floors, under their feet. And when they do that, they have reached the finish line. Notice how the checkered flag is black and white squares, just like a Masonic floor. Because when they bring us all together under their control, they have completed their task. Now, they do this through a number of methods. And I'm going to show you one. And I'm going to show you this one in particular because during the pandemic, black people, especially in urban areas, did not trust government anymore. They didn't trust these vaccines because they have been targeted before and they knew it. So the propaganda started. And I just want to play a short clip of some of that propaganda. More people will become eligible to get uh, COVID-19 vaccines. The mayor of Miami-Dade County joined forces today with local black clergy to urge their congregations to have faith and not skip getting the shot. Local 10's Laren Livingston is live right now with more on that message. I heard loud and clear today, right, Laren? Hello. <laughs> Amen, Sister Christy. There was a parking lot praise yeah. that went forth today here outside of this vaccination site with a very pointed pandemic message. I say God is good. This podium becoming more of a pulpit. I am tired of this pandemic. I don't want it to develop anymore. I want it to decline to no more. A Baptist preacher is going to preach, this time sharing the gospel of vaccination. God has used scientists 
to come up with a preventive measure to finally get us through this pandemic. These black pastors joined the Miami-Dade County mayor, commissioners, and other community leaders promoting public health, fittingly sanitizing that podium between speakers, encouraging people to get their shots. Some people don't want to take the vaccine. Not good sense. This vaccine, this vaccine is safe. And, and this is our way out. And that's not just for the black community, but that's for every community. Today, I am filled with hope. I am filled with joy. It had all of the feelings of a tent revival, tents included. The group moved inside as two of those pastors practiced what they'd been preaching, rolling up their sleeves to get their second. Just want to point out for you, those people that say the military is the only way. If you're watching the video that I'm showing, who's injecting? You see how they used clergy and propaganda and even having the military in the shot to show strength, the effectiveness of that type of propaganda. Now they did it on the Emmys. They did it on countless commercials. Countless celebrities came out. They always roll out their celebrities, their pop stars, and everything trying to convince you to do something. Now I'm going to play a clip. I'm going to play about three and a half to four minutes of a clip. And this is somewhat of a follow-up from the last episode because I'm going to show you how the propaganda works and not everything is as it seems. But this is the clip that should bring down government right around the world. Maybe it will. So this is from the Reese Report one more time. Naomi Wolf and her team at the Daily Clout submitted a Freedom of Information Act request to the Centers for Disease Control, requesting all emails sent and received by Dr. Rochelle P. Walensky, Sherry A. Berger, and Kevin Griffiths between the dates of February 1st and May 31st of 2021, containing the word myocarditis. They received hundreds of pages showing that the White House and the entire COVID response team knew that the COVID vaccines were killing people and causing blood clots, heart attacks, and myocarditis. They also received 46 additional pages that were not requested. Of these 46 pages, over 80% of them were fully redacted and involved the White House and the Executive Office of the President. These redacted emails were labeled draft White House script, and some tough Q&A. They knew in the spring of 2021 that these shots were killing people. I've said over and over, and I don't mean to belabor this, but to remind everyone, when Steve says, how could this happen? I always say, from my experience working around a White House, that it can't happen unless the boss says it has to or that it can. You can't kill Americans, I've said this so many times on this show, um, knowingly without the okay of the president. So I knew that up the chain of command, 
the White House had to be involved in these decisions. But we just didn't have the, the smoking gun. Now we have the smoking gun. You remember we have 200 volunteer lawyers. So one of these lawyers' name is Ed Berkovich, and he FOIA'd, meaning sent a Freedom of Information Act demand to the CDC about myocarditis. And something very interesting happened. He got um, 472 pages uh, from the CDC in response to that FOIA. He was also given an additional 46 pages, which he didn't ask for. And these additional 46 pages, over 80% of the pages were fully redacted. The redactions were, quote, pursuant to 5 USC 552 exemptions 5 and 6. What is redacted was solicited or shared with the president or his most senior advisors. They know it's happening. The other thing they're freaking out about is myocarditis. They know it's happening. The evidence came in, the updates came in, and the the American people are going to be asking questions or starting to ask questions. So they convene a crisis, a set of crisis meetings, basically, in which um, they're basically trying to formulate a press response. These are all press people. They crafted a a media response. And by the way, there are people who deal with broadcast news as well in that list. And the media response doesn't tell the truth after May of 2021. They rolled out myocarditis. And remember what they said always, extremely rare, mild resolves, extremely rare, mild resolves. They knew that they were lying and they said nothing about the clotting issue from what I recall. So basically they created from this set of crisis communications directed by the White House with the White House's most senior advisors, the COVID-19 response project, which was overseen by the White House at the behest of the White House to create a media response that you experienced all of 2021, all of 2022, to get you to keep injecting this into your body and injecting it into the bodies of your loved ones. And they knew that they were lying and they knew that they were hurting people with blood clots, platelet problems, and heart damage. And that's what they did and that's what happened. Well, I would say that is a smoking gun. They have evidence that they knew it was killing people and yet Joe Biden kept going on saying this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. And you heard that around the world. Trudeau, everybody was saying it. But this is news this week. We knew a couple years ago that they created this that they were ready to roll it out, that they had patents going years back, that this was a plan well in advance, which makes this not such of a shocking smoking gun, is it? But let's examine this for a moment. This should Bring down the government, because if Biden knew, you know that Trudeau and every other government around the world knew this. And they're just, okay, well, how do we react to it? Now that people are starting to catch on, how do we play with it? This should be enough. But you're missing the purpose of the video. And I'm not saying the evidence. The purpose of getting the evidence is good. 
but the purpose of the video, and I'm not coming against uh, Greg Reese. He could be knowingly or unknowingly. I'm just telling you how propaganda and how psychological operation works and how to divide us black and white and put us under their feet because that's what this video is doing. Did you see it? No. You probably missed it because TV and video is a powerful medium, particularly when they wouldn't show you the evidence. Well, we're bringing forth the evidence. This is good. Here's the psychological operation part of it. Just like they show the, um, you know, the black Americans, the urban communities, the hip hop videos, them throwing the money and everything and they say, da, 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 but you don't have a chance of getting it unless you steal, cheat and do whatever to get to the top. This video is doing the same thing. Okay, there's a smoking gun. How come there aren't military or uh, police or guys with guns walking into those buildings and taking them out and holding them trial? Why? Why didn't that happen today? Why? Because this video, the psychological warfare, remember the Hegelian dialect, controlled opposition. Problem, reaction, solution. Here's the thing. They are telling you, oh yeah, they're guilty. Yep, you found out. And there's nothing you can do. Let's say that you are in the military and you're watching this. Or let's say you are a police officer and you're watching this. You have guns. You have authority. You actually have a constitutional duty that you swore to. But you cannot walk into the White House and handcuff Biden. You see, they're saying, yeah, we did it. We don't care. <laughs> You're under our feet. That's what they're saying to you. Uh, but there's something we can do. I'm going to show just a little bit of a video now. Um, I'm going to put this entire video in the comments or, or the, uh, sorry, the description box of this uh, particular episode. So it'll always be there. Um, I will issue the most strong <laughs> language warning that I can issue for uh, that video. Now, I think visually in the clip I'm going to show you, there might be uh, a couple words visually. They're not really said out loud, although just some caution. Um, and I'm not going to play the whole video because the language is atrocious, but Understand this, it is the language in the urban centers of our greatest cities. And it's the language of real people. Real people. And as I said, there, I, there is, there's only one race. It's the human race. 
and these people are part of it. They have been put down. And what the video is about is about the hoax, the psychological operation of the George Floyd campaign. But I'm only going to play you just a, a couple minutes because I really want you to just see and hear up until the end of one clip. And I'm going to explain afterwards, and then I'm going to tell you what they actually fear. And it's evident in one of these clips. You might not pick it up right away, but you're going to see it. Let me just share my screen one more time. This uh, documentary, it's about 35 minutes in length. I do recommend you watch it. Um, as I say, the language is, uh, is bad. This is the very beginning of it. And as you can say, this documentary may contain shocking information and language. Again, very urban language. They use the N-word. They use the F-word. You know, they use all kinds of words. It says, do not turn your cheek. Do your own research on everything you are about to see. Uh, so this is a bit of a teaser for you to go and watch that video if you feel that you should. Uh, but there's one thing in particular I want you to see about this. And, and again... This is the targeting of black against white, which turns whites against black, turns everybody against everyone, makes mistrust in the world. And then I'm going to tell you the solutions. So hold on. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of, of what I do. In Minneapolis tonight, tensions are high as four police officers have been fired after a man was pinned to the ground and died. The incident was caught on camera. It's the video that's changing American history. What we saw was horrible, completely and utterly messed up. This man's life matters. Matters. Soros-funded anarchist effort, and we have to rid ourselves of this naive view that it's anything but. This is not about protest. It's not about inequality. It's not about any of those things. This is a George Soros-funded assault on American values. Yeah, look, American values. the number one problem in almost all these cities is George Soros. George Soros I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. I was going to say paid, you get the last word, he paid, speaker. He, he, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of dollars he spent? I, I agree with Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right. We're going to. 
Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see what they're scared of? This video, and particularly for those people in those urban areas, it's going to be in the description box. Share it out. It, it tells you how the whole thing happened. It's crisis actors. It's fake cops. It's everybody was an actor. And then it created that group think that did everything. And it's a great example of how the psychological operation works. But in this video, that last clip right there on Fox News, and, and I'm not holding Harris Faulkner at fault. Uh, you can tell she's being yelled at in her earpiece. However, Newt Gingrich was naming Soros, who's one of those elites, who's in the club, who's in the brotherhood, the Luciferian, who wants you black and white under his feet, and he's willing to create order out of chaos to do it. And who controls the media? Well, it's the prince of the air. It's the same people that control everything. And why are they so scared of George Soros's name coming out? Well, it's because they're scared of black and white coming together. Yes, it is their plan to bring us all together in harmony, all centered around their God. And it's a false peace and it's a false harmony. It's under their form of communism, slavery, that they want us. Well, we've already been in the slavery system for a long, long time. You just had the illusion of freedom. But they're actually scared of us coming together. Why? As I said at the very beginning of this particular episode, this world is both spirit and physical. It is spiritual and physical. If you control the spirit, the spirit controls the physical. So, how do we beat them and what are they scared of? You see, they want to bring us all together under their sinister plan of new world order, new one world religion. See, new world order, physical, one world religion, spiritual. 
what if the people came together against them? What if all the people rose up? Well, in the physical, they are terrified. They are absolutely terrified in the physical. But you have to understand, how do they carry a, what, across their plan for all these centuries? It's because of the spirits. And they listen to Lucifer, Satan. They listen to his demons, the spiritual entities that have given them the knowledge for their wealth and their power and told them how to sacrifice and how to do all these different things to use God's laws against him and to rise up and you are rewarded the more vile you are in this world. But those spiritual entities will run, they will flee, they will hide, they can be cast down into the lake of fire by God's power and Jesus' name. They will be cast down into the lake of fire in God's name. But can you imagine? Can you imagine? And I don't expect it'll happen. But if we came together as people, that will take down some of the elites. If we came together as a people and we started to pray, that'll take down some of the demons. There will be a new world order. There will be a one world religion eventually. God gave us free will. He does not force us to worship him. And we can never force people to worship Jesus Christ. You see, that's the difference. But if more and more of us came together and lifted up the name of Jesus who died on the cross for your sins, we will go into a new world order the tribulation will still happen. But we will be much better situated to get through it. Because they are racing ahead of us coming together. They are trying to beat us to the race. There is a finish line, and it's coming up really close. And their finish line is to bring everyone together under their tent and under their feet. What if we beat them to it? What if? You know what? 
someone in the audience is going to be thinking, oh, no, is Jeff talking about the Seven Mountain Mandate? Is Jeff talking? No, I'm not. Let me sum up this program of how we could all, every person could make a choice today. Every person can make that choice today. And Jesus told us how in two sentences. Let me read it to you. Matthew 22, verses 36 to 40. They're asking Jesus. They said, Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And he said to them, You shall love your God with all your heart and with all your soul and all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second, like the first, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And upon these two commandments hang the whole law and of the prophets. So, ladies and gentlemen, just follow those. If we could just get people to follow those two commandments, and they're good, we will fare much better because they are using race to win their race. We can come together as the human race for the purpose of God's grace. Hallelujah. Hey, it's a listener-supported show. Please uh, prayerfully consider uh, supporting me. But in the meantime, <laughs> can I just repeat that? They use race to complete their race but we can come together as race for more of his grace. And having said that, remember to love your God, love your neighbor, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. <laughs>